The truth that will change you will probably first offend you. This is the modus operandi of this podcast. Welcome to Contra Z to Popular Belief. This episode will be nothing like you expected. It will probably ruffle some feathers and shake things up, but for the better. If we want different, we've got to be different. So without further ado, welcome. 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 Your host, Zandile. I am your host, Zandile, Zandilandi, Zandibles, and Tiza. Beke Beke Mabelana, you choose what you call me. Here, we intentionally choose God, choose right, choose life, and choose you. I believe I will gain a family here with the listeners of this podcast. And I really, really see us building a community of people who want to make a difference and who will make a difference in every sphere of life and the world. I believe in the relevance and the impact that we shall make. This relevance, however, won't come with compromise, no conformity, but with boldness to raise, if not change, the status quo. And so I am excited to serve and empower. Oratus, not self-made part two. This is a continuation of the last episode. And as you know it, we have two traditions on this podcast. Number one is that there will be a book or two, or hey, even three, for every episode. And also, secondly, there will be an interesting fact about me at the end of every episode. And so for today, the books are the same as last. It is number one, The Power of Other by Dr. Henry Cloud scary clothes number two by donald miller and at number three it is boundaries of dating by dr henry cloud and dr townsend you know i love reading books i mean these are amazing authors that really you know you feel like you're there with them you, you feel like they are talking with you over a cup of tea you know i love reading books that teach me about myself and people how would life be without people imagine living as an island the mystery and the beauty of people i mean we got through this pandemic because of people you know (laughs) so these books are really quite amazing they were like a therapeutic session for me like for for real all right so if you check my ig you will see that I love to post quotes. I love quotes. You know, like everything about me is just quotes. <laughs> and so I'd like to quote uh, Alicia Keys this time around. And it is with her song, Underdog. And it goes, One conversation, a simple moment, the things that change us. If we notice, when we look up, sometimes. And isn't it just that? If you just notice, if you just care to notice, you know, people around us, people walking in our midst are carrying wealth, no jokes. And your eyes just need to be open to them because otherwise you miss out. When I meet people, I love to know where they're coming from. I love to know their why, their what, their when, their who. You'll never know what role you need to play unless you take the effort, unless you are intentional in getting to know people. Yeah, sure, people might be like, yeah, but it's not always your business to learn about people, not always your business to ask who people are. That is all good and well. But I'm saying that, you know what, you have to have discernment when it is time for that. You won't greet everyone on the bus. I mean, some some people do that. Some people have the capacity to. I mean, it really reminds you of my friend, David Kabwa. He was a SRC president for two years. And even prior to that, he would greet all the people he could in class. 
all the people he could on campus. And the coolest thing about it was that he remembered people's names and he had time. I don't, I think he honestly, like, I think he's got super, super powers, like <laughs> that are out of this world. I mean, the Holy Ghost sure powers him, you know, um, because he would remember people's names and he would always be so joyous when he greets people. He'd always give people a handshake. That was, that is, you know, his thing. And also, like, he would always offer his help. Like, whatever help you needed, he would make time. Somehow he had time. <laughs> Besides having a whole degree, <laughs> a whole degree and a whole SRC presidency, he had time to always help people and to serve, you know. So, so I truly, I truly saw Jesus. Yeah, I saw Jesus in that man. I see Jesus in that man. Hallelujah. So, so yeah, do take time. Do take care. Do take notice of the people around you. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 10, 41, he who receives a righteous, honorable man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. I mean, I could dig into the scripture, but the main thing about it is that, you know, the way you receive people matters because you will receive their reward. You can receive their reward. It's not a guarantee. It says, uh, if you do, you know, he who does. And so, uh, be be mindful how you receive people you know you don't always yeah you don't have to be like you know a happy jolly morning person just be intentional uh be intentional because we are powered by the spirit of i can powered by the spirit of all might jesus unfortunately couldn't do a lot he couldn't do a lot when he went to his hometown of nazareth you know, simply because of their reception, simply because of their unbelief. They were like, ah, small boy, this one, for a small boy. We saw him growing up when he was little, and ah, now he's grown up, ah, we know him, we know him, you know what I mean? So um, it was a thing of, they were familiar, and this familiarity became a veil, and so they could not receive. Imagine not being able, guys, like, listen up. The Bible says, Jesus, what he did, if, if it was all to be written down, there would not be space in the books of the world. So it, it means that what we see in the Bible is a small percentage. I mean, imagine the all the, all the books of the world. What? So if we're only seeing a percentage of what he did, imagine these people had, had probably heard of more things than us because, I mean, you know, people were speaking, you know? So now it's a thing of, they can't even receive it because they're like, nah, we, we, we know him. He, he's our boy. You know what I mean? Have you been doing that perhaps to your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, your mother, your father, aunts, uncles, best friend or friend, colleague, you know? So many men and women of God have testified to saying, I have not been able to be my best in terms of like showing their best or doing what they've done outside the, the gates of their homes simply because they don't recognize them for who they are, who they fully are. You know, it's a, it's just like a thing of you're my son, you're my daughter, you, you, you are a child, Owana. What do you know about life? You still have some years to go before you can tell me, <laughs> before you can show me <laughs> type of thing, you know? I mean, Jesus' own family also, like he had brothers, he had half-brothers, the sons of Mary and Joseph. And, you know, some of them also struggled to be like, yo, so Jesus, like, you the one, 
Like, you the one one. <laughs> the Messiah. The Savior. <laughs> uh, because someone knows how your bad hair day looks like. They know, you know, how you eat when you are super hungry and all of that. It can become a hindering factor for them to think that, hey, this is a person called by God as well so it takes wisdom it takes super discernment to know okay now i'm talking to my sister and now i'm talking to the pastor or now i'm talking to my brother and now i'm talking to you know whoever whatever god has called them to is important to realize and know what people are called for all right so you don't miss out don't miss out all right recognize your own learn to recognize your own here and now i will speak about this recognition thing in in the in, in the future you know in the forward in the four times um but really learn to recognize so that you don't miss the people the greats that are in your midst all right technology has brought us closer which we are truly grateful for you know dr murdoch mike murdoch says that you are three to four people away from anyone in the world and i've actually calculated that and it is very true <laughs> i didn't even get to four like it was just like okay if i have to get to the president how many people do i have to reach and yeah i think the maximum was three we can always cut it to two but what he said is so true and because technology has brought people closer it's a thing of it's like oh man elon musk He's just a Zoom call away. You know, T.D. Jakes, ah, man, I, I caught him on his live today, you know. And so it's a thing of there seems to be no barrier, you know, that's separating us and the people that are so, so far away. And that is truly super cool, you know, super cool. Even books bring people closer to us because these are their words. These are their words uttered and written down, documented. So it's as if the person is right here with you. And so that also should caution us to say, just because people from far away have become closer, what about the people who are actually closer to us? This is not perceived closeness. This is actual closeness. And so it should beg to ask you, do I appreciate this person? Do I appreciate these people as best as I could, as best as I can, as best as I do others that are actually overseas? It is often said that, you know, the people who are closest to someone who is a great, that they're actually in the most dangerous position that they could ever be in because they are in a place that is can be super advantageous for them to say that, okay, I'm here. I can get, I can get the greatest from this person right here, right now, every day. But I can also, it's dangerous because I can also become familiar and take their pearls and crush them under my feet. And it's, you forget, you forget that this is, this is an author, you know, or that this, this is a, this is a change agent, you know, whatever it is. I don't want to title it because now we, we're going to be like, yeah, this one is greater and this one is not. And this is not to, to make us treat people like eggs or that they are too important to live, you know, a normal life. Or that we must treat them like celebrities? Absolutely not. This is just to say that you must always know and be conscious of the fact that this person can flip on you in a good way, of course. As much as this person has been playing skipping rope with you the whole day, that they can turn around, go into the dressing room, and go for a shoot for Forbes. Oskanyat. Oskanyat.
So recognize your own here and now. Don't be the type of people that give people their roses after they died. Don't be that person, you know. Learn to believe in the people that are around you. Take notes from them. Take out your notebook. You know the mentors, the people, the billionaires, the gurus that you guys are looking at every day and night, listening to every day and night, taking notes from. How about you take notes from one of your own? How about you learn deep mysteries from your own? Listen, I'm that friend. My friends will testify to say that I, t- I take, I literally either, if I don't take out my notebook, I take out my phone and I write notes. I'm like, w- won't you say that again? Won't you? For the people at the back. Because I'm like, I am not above the lesson that this person is teaching me. And I am not above the depth that they are speaking that I don't have to write notes. Y'all, your memory is, o- is only so good. All right, it's only so good, but you it's scientifically proven you do not consciously remember everything that you that that goes on in your day. You do not remember everything that you have heard or seen. Not being self-made, it means having relationship. I'd like to quote from Scary Clothes by Donald Miller. It says that somebody once told me we will never feel until we're willing to show our true selves to the people around us. Nobody steps onto a stage and gets a standing ovation for being human. You have to sing or dance or something. I think that's the difference between being loved and making people clap though. Love can't be earned. It can only be given. And it can only be exchanged by people who are completely true with each other. What if we are designed as sensitive antennas, receptors to receive love, a longing we often mistake as a need to be impressive. What if some of the most successful people in the world got that way because their success was fueled by a misappropriated need for love? What if the people we consider to be great are actually the most broken? And what if the whole time they're seeking applause, they're missing out on true intimacy because they've never learned how to receive it? This, this this quote says it all. It's a thing of highlight reels. Highlight reels. Living a performance-based life all for attention. You know, we've, we've become so unreal. We've become so not genuine that we've, we've prioritized our images over people that we care about. Over people that we see. Because it's a thing of, we try look a certain way. We want to be perceived a certain way. And therefore we portray some image that is not who we are. Because it's, it's, it's also this thing of you can't see me unless I let you. You won't know me unless I let you. Of course you won't. And that's why we don't know you. Because you don't let us know you. And the most confusing thing of it all is that we never asked you to mask yourself. You decided to mask yourself because you were not bold enough to be yourself to us. And so we really need to stop caring about images so much that it forces us really to never be known. We really need to stop prioritizing applause over intimacy, into me see. It's so much pressure to live a performance-based life. For a lot of people who actually don't even care. I know it's a need to want to belong. 
but it starts becoming a problem when that is what you live for when that is all you live for because once you become a conformist once you do what is accepted widely accepted because that is what's widely accepted and i'm not talking about a genuine need such as eating you know you don't eat because you see other people eating you eat because you are hungry i will refer to the trend of electronic cigarettes you know a lot of people i know never used to smoke until those came along and they were hard to let go of because they've got nicotine this goes back to what i always say about marketing and psychology <laughs> is that they know what they are doing they want you addicted they want you hooked and once you're hooked it's it's on you but they still keep getting the money they still keep making the profits so it shows you that this desire was planted it wasn't there to begin with and so because it found it found a way to be expressed it took the chance because you let it so understand that the world cosmos the cosmos the cultures of the circular world we live in they're not conducive to you being like jesus you need to be aware of the systems of the cosmos please go research this word because you know when we say world it's like oh yeah world <laughs> you know but go research cosmos go research aeon what that means and what is the significance because from cosmos comes cosmopolitan from cosmos comes cosmetics that should tell you something and so don't find yourself living for acceptance living so that you can belong to a certain crew a certain type a certain squad if you find yourself that you don't belong then make your own crew make your own squad make your own culture draw your own people draw your own tribe so that you can experience true intimacy true godly intimacy because of the relationships that you have in your community so to round up you need people you experience god through people god loves you through them and loves others through you and so you get to know god better because of people so don't disqualify people who are different from you learn to give and receive learn and teach have balance and boundaries you can learn so much from people who are different from you i'll even say that you you can learn so much from people that you don't like but because the world the cosmos has made us so dependent on our feelings made us so dependent on going with the flow going with our hearts following our hearts you find that impossible once you accept that lessons can come from anyone and anywhere then you see it's possible and so we'll continue talking about this topic from different perspectives on different levels peeling it layer by layer because this is something we cannot run away from we live with people <laughs> you know we live with people and so that's that for me interesting fact i'm not a paid person don't try me i mean i'm not afraid of them but don't try me <laughs> i can handle a fish and that's about all i can handle i don't want no dog no cat no hams no nothing okay if my husband likes pets then i shame that's a sacrifice you have to make <laughs> i'm sorry i can't it's just too much admin for me i mean the cool thing is you know when i was younger we had chickens and so i'd always go feed the chickens and the chicks 
and then the chicks and chickens started to run away <laughs> they disappeared one by one until we had no more unless also people were stealing them because i mean they were quite cute but yes that is about all i've ever had in terms of pet experience you know and and so that was enough for me yeah that was enough it was just too much admin too much work all right i didn't even get to connect to them imagine if i had gotten to the point of naming them like hey check check one check it two check it three <laughs> you know but yeah I, I guess that's just not me and that's it for me not self-made part twitter thank you so much for listening until next time goodbye thank you for listening to the contra z to popular belief podcast I trust you've been challenged, touched, and changed. If you want to keep learning from this podcast, do subscribe. Also, kindly leave a review as your reviews help us improve and also helps others find this podcast. Until next time.